and welcome to another episode of A Woman's Work with Dr. Pamela Payne Foster and Mrs. Rashonda White. A woman's worth is being informed. A woman's worth is being educated. A woman's worth is being aware. A woman's worth is knowing how to prevent disease and have optimal health. We are so excited today to be with you uh, this month of April to talk about our topic, COVID-19 and HIV updates. Well, there's a lot to talk about with both, and we'll talk about each separately and then some overlap as well. So uh, good to see you, Rashonda. You too, Pam. And I like to say is, uh, I want to definitely um, talk about COVID-19 and HIV, uh, particularly vaccines and what's going on with COVID to update. Right. And, you know, we got an article here we talked about, you know, I just want to give these some information from the Alabama Department of Public Health. Right. That more than 19,000 Alabama residents have died from COVID-19. Wow. In really, Alabama. Alabama. Right. In Alabama. A lot of people. Yeah. Yes. And nearly 1.3 million cases have been confirmed to date. Hmm. So this was released last week. So wow. interesting. Interesting. Yes, very interesting. And then yeah. there's some information about the vaccines as well. Over 1.2 million Alabamas, I'm sorry, over 5 million people in Alabama have been vaccinated. Wow. 2 million received one or more doses. Mm-hmm. Over 2 million um, have completed the vaccine series. Okay. So just so that's, I think that's around 40, 50%. Okay. Um, have received the full dose doses, uh, or maybe that's uh, one dose, fifty percent, fifty-ish percent, one dose, which means some coverage, not complete. Right. We still want that to get up higher, right? Right. Right. That's not at herd immunity. There are some cities. I was remember doing a talk, and I compared Tuscaloosa to Seattle, Washington. In Seattle, Washington, they had uh, this was like two or three months ago, they were up to 72 percent vaccinated. Interesting. I wonder how and why. How did they get there? It's interesting, isn't it? But remember, Seattle was the first city with the outbreak, remember? So you think they're taking it a little more seriously? Yes. Remember, we lagged behind, remember? Yes, yes. We watched it play out in Seattle, New York, other places, and it was like, "Eh, it's happening to them, not us. And uh, so I think that's some of it. They take it seriously. And some of it is also, you know, of course, we had some of the political uh, uh, hesitancy. Yeah. You know, Seattle is not uh, a red city. It's a blue city. Yeah. Um, yeah. Much more diverse. So that uh, could play into it. But it is interesting, isn't it? I I, I brought those numbers to uh, uh, that was a vacation Bible school. I think I did for church here in Tuscaloosa to say it is possible to get up to her community, right? It's possible. Yes. And to your point, and that leads me to the next point I want to bring up with our listeners, boosters, because yes. what I'm saying is, you know, like you said, we almost are herd immunity, but we still got a, a large, lot of people. To we still, still got a lot to go. Yes. 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 The first dose. So right. I know you and I have had, had a conversation about we need to focus on the younger dose. Right. And younger people, yeah. younger people. Right. Young, young adults. Like uh, I think some of the parents have done pretty well with the uh, under what, under uh, 12 to five. Right. Because uh, the parents, they have to have the permission. 
to do that, but that's still not a, probably a huge part of the population. It's probably still a small sliver of the right. population. Yeah, because right. right. I was having a conversation with the mother last week and her daughter, I think she may be about early 30s, like 31, 32, and she was sharing with me that she had has not been vaccinated, not even had not has not received the first dose. And right. what what can she say? What do you you know? What's the message to her? You know, and we do from my work in the in the community here in Birmingham and seeing mm-hmm. like the majority mothers, black women, whether it be mothers, aunts, significant others, um, pastor, church people have been the lead in getting a lot of people encouraging them to get vaccinated. Some right. of them have gotten vaccinated. So right. what can she tell her daughter at this age, you know, at this stage and you know, in the in the um well, I know from some of the other work I've done with vaccine hesitancy, um, sometimes uh, it's other people, family members right. might influence them. So some of the grandmothers, if we say to them, it really protects not only you, but your grandmother. Right, right. That influences people to get the vaccine. Not just it's not just about you. It's also about your family. Right. And some right. people's jobs have sort of influenced them. And some people study yes, that I yes. study uh, and work we were doing. Some of them got vaccinated, even though they didn't want to get vaccinated. But they went on and got vaccinated anyway. Or we had a few people who were hesitant initially and they, you know, sort of a wait and see um, attitude. And then over time, they eventually got it took them out several months, but eventually. But I'm I'm seeing now out in the field. The older generations have already been vaccinated. They've gotten all their boosters, right? Two boosters. And they're ready for, in fact, when we say, have you been vaccinated? Yes. And I'm ready for my next booster. Yes. Now so I'm still seeing some older people uh-huh, who right don't want to get the booster. Yes. Because, yes. The facts, because the, you know, right now the, the rates are down, the, you know, the numbers are down. So they Correct. don't see for co- the for COVID numbers. For COVID, down. Yes, for right. COVID, yes, for COVID. So no so need to get it. Yeah, and you, I'm still trying to push. Yeah, you still need to get it. This is why, and I explain them why in terms of the, you know, their immune, you know, you know, their immunity. I mean, I say it right in terms of doctor terms, but uh-huh. their coverage, you know, is becoming lower now because they. And, but but it's not. It's out. not even that. It's that unless we have herd immunity, then you don't. You don't can't relax. We're not at her herd immunity here in Alabama yet, right? Right. So as many people that can get, you do have more coverage individually if you get vaccinated and your boosters. Right. But the community herd immunity, uh, community coverage is still not there. Right. So we need to encourage people to get vaccinated and to get the boosters. So they have to really understand that because I remember going out uh, doing a, a, a vaccine a clinic and I asked the man, have you had your vaccine? Yes. I said, what about your booster? No. You you want to get it today? No. Mm-hmm. I'm like, people really have to understand what's going on here. Right. And that's why we did a lot of a huge push to educate. Yes. We still got to do a lot of education. Yes. Because, and, okay, and you got your booster, but you need a, yes. you, you got your, you got your vaccine, but you, you need a booster in order to guarantee, keep that Right. immunity and that coverage and protection up because it wanes over time. Yes, and that's what I was trying to convey to the individual about that. And then when we were out in the community doing education, it was good to have Dr. Les out there because she was able like, to educate them right, and they right. get it from a doctor so that they could understand that they had been misinformed and then once they got it, they went, right. once they got educated, they got and they could get the booster. And they got okay. 
So that's 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 good. We are we are seeing that the numbers of deaths are going down. Right. Right. The number of cases, hospitalizations are going down and the number of cases are going down right now. That could change in a slight in a minute. Right. We saw that change with Delta. We saw right. a change with Omicron. And now there's another variant that's in Europe and in Asia. I think China is shut down, as, from what I understand right now. So we have to be ever vigilant. We have to still encourage people to go get ahead and get your vaccines. Yes. One or two. And then your boosters. Right. Right. One, one booster. And then there's a, there's talk of a next another booster coming, correct? Right. For those of us who have had the three shots, two or three shots, there might be an additional one to come. So we really do have to continue to play it by ear to educate to get people to understand why it's so important. Yes. So and you important. know what, Pam, it still mm-hmm. puzzles me. And that's and that goes to why we still got a lot of research and work to do in terms of finding out still why there's hesitancy for some folks who never have still haven't gotten the first dose. Correct, correct. That may be older dose, maybe in their 50s and 60s, you know, right. 60s. So they still haven't gotten the first vaccine dose. Right, yet. but but in my experience, it has really been young people who have not gotten that first and second, or uh, first or second dose, mm-hmm. one or uh, two doses. Right. And so that's where we really probably need to be Shifting our um, education and um, advertisements uh, to that younger generation and also going to where they are. I remember we did one interview with a young lady. She was in her 20s. She had when when COVID hit, she was in jail. So she really gave us some great data about what was going on in jail around COVID. She was like, it was horrible. They couldn't social social distance. There weren't good masks. And, um, you know, that, that, that was before the vaccine. So she gets out of jail. So that was still a lesson in social distancing and public health um, issues in the jail. She gets out of jail and she gets vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she said a lot of her peers are not vaccinated. She knows they're not. She said, you go to the club, they all up in there. Mm-hmm. This was in the height of the COVID uh, uh, pandemic. No, no uh, mask. No social distancing, no vaccine, and no intention. I said, well, it looked like we need to go to the club. I know in Birmingham, they, they yeah, yeah. The and I said, I've said this to I've said this to my colleagues. We need we need to set up the vaccine clinic, you know. Well, I guess 10, 10 p.m. instead of 10 a.m. Yeah, in, in the community, we yeah. need to go 10 p.m. and go to the club. I mean, we did that with HIV, right? Yes, they was in the clubs and gave out that uh, condoms, right? Condoms, yes. And did testing. (laughs) We need to go. We take the the HIV. She um, said all of them in there. (laughs) So I mean, that's or you know, we've talked about uh, we're doing a project in uh, the black belts. You know, what's popular for young people? Car shows, yeah, clubs, yeah. I mean, the other places that's popular and. Rural areas is flea markets. Those early morning sort of flea. Everybody's hanging out yes. at the flea market. Car shows are huge. Yes. So that's what we need to be thinking a little bit more innovatively. Get those young folks. And yeah, get those young them, folks in their twenties and mm-hmm. college campuses. We need to be concentrating on college campuses. Yes. Um, there's still some some kids on the college campus that aren't vaccinated now. 
a couple of kids on the UA campus, their parents, you know, were anti for political. Mm-hmm. They did not want them to get the vaccine. And some of the kids wanted to get the vaccine. So that was a dilemma. Wow. If they were 18, they could. But, you know, if their parents are paying their bills and the mm-hmm. parents found out. So that was they're still a little codependent on the parents. So that was a dilemma. Right. Cases like that. So it's uh, it's. um. Uh, but we do probably need to concentrate on those young adults and yeah. uh, get them to at least get the first and second and then the booster. Yeah. Like you said, Rashonda, we when we started going out, we would more boosters than the first and second shot because the people had who wanted them had already gotten them. Yeah. And then we um, started doing more kids, young, young adults when that became uh, uh, available for them. Yeah. So now it's really at a very low low. Mm-hmm. We very rarely, when we go out, do a lot of uh, first or second. Really, mostly. Um, yeah, it's mostly boosters or none. none. Oh, yeah. Because you, you all, because I know we start to see the change toward the end of February. Right. Start, March. The numbers start to go down. Yes, yes, yeah. Same thing. The numbers going down the number of vaccinations. Vaccinations. We, yeah, yeah. vaccinations we've been giving. Now, we, we're going to shift to, uh, I mean, I told them we need to shift to the young people. Yeah. So, you know, mm-hmm. we get invited to different community events, but we don't need to go to all of them mm-hmm. because they're going to be middle. It's mainly targeting middle age. The events are mainly middle age. If they're cultural fest, things like that, they're going to be middle aged people that are already. Yeah. We need to start targeting. We do have a funeral um, program where we're partnering with funeral directors because yeah, I mean, yeah. they they have they see the deaths. Yes. So and they can uh, offer we can offer testing either before the funeral, like at the viewing yes, or yes. at the day of the funeral or after the funeral. We, we have talked about getting names of people who want to get vaccinated and go into their house, mm-hmm. taking okay. the vaccine directly to them that way or some event where people we can you know guarantee a, a certain number. Mm-hmm. But people who want to get vaccinated, then will come, you know, say 10, 20 people want to get vaccinated. We'll go yeah. to that event rather than when, when we go and sit and ask them to come to us. It's low yield. And I know also because we know we come in the fall of the approaching. So like mm-hmm. football games, a lot of young right, folks. Right, 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 right. Yeah. You could maybe those might be good where young people are. I mean, on the other uh, group that we partner with, we, we talked about funeral home directors. We partnered with uh, the disability okay. disability group because that's a group that's sort of been left out. They may not have access uh, to true. go get the vaccine. So we're going to do uh, sign ups and go to their houses. That's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. So certain populations that may not have had access yes. and want the vaccine, we're going to take it to them so that access is not as much an issue. Good point. The disability, yeah, yeah, people that yeah. disabled, you're right. Yes, yes. A lot yes. of them, if you don't have someone that pretty Takes much them. a strong correct. caretaker. Correct, yes. correct, yes. correct. So yes. all these strategies, but the take-home message is that COVID ain't gone yet. It's not. It ain't gone nowhere. Not over. Um, yes. No, it hasn't gone anywhere. We still need to stay vigilant. Yes. Messages get uh, uh, what's your status? <laughs> like when you say HIV status, what's your uh, status? Have you been vaccinated or not? Yes. If you haven't, let's get you vaccinated. Let's get vaccinated. Let's get you your boosters and let's get ready for the fourth yes. uh, shot, right? For some third or fourth shot. 
Yes. For some when the time comes, right? Yes. When the time comes. Mm-hmm. And I like to say this, since you talk about, you know, for those, you know, we pushing vaccinations and for those that have not been vaccinated and for us for the, for, for to protect ourselves, what, right. what are your thoughts on masks? feel masking and social distancing? So that's a great question. Uh, People are sort of relaxing the mask mandates. There is not a mask mandate at my job anymore, University of Alabama. They took down the mask mandate. And we just, I went to an event at Stillman where we signed an agreement between UA and Stillman. Guess what? Stillman had a mask mandate. Isn't that interesting? University of Alabama, no mask mask, uh, mandate. Uh, Stillman had a mask mandate. Still probably an issue uh, indoors. We were talking Mm -hmm. about outdoors, not so much, but indoors uh, at your discretion. Uh, I was at an event today, I was telling you, and it was pretty spread out, Mm -hmm. cultural fest. So I didn't, I felt pretty comfortable not wearing a mask and uh, uh, you may be in holiday or uh, events where your family's there, you know their status. Yes. You feel pretty comfortable maybe not wearing a mask, but if you're out in a, at an event like a baseball game or not even baseball because that's outside, uh, basketball, for example, basketball, yeah, okay. gymnastics, yes. I might would put my mask on. Yes, church, you don't know. We, yeah, we, and remember we said in church, yes. we're still wearing our mask indoors. Yes, uh, right. So it's loosening up a little mm-hmm. and at your discretion, but... Um, and until the, the numbers, you know, and we're really basing it on the COVID cases, COVID hospitalizations and COVID deaths. Since they're low, the, mat, the masks are off and there's a little loosening of those restrictions. But as soon as we have some issues, we'll maybe have the mask mandate again. Very yeah, controversial. I wear my mask uh-huh. when I go yeah. out to grocery stores. Yeah, I yeah. I, grocery store, I definitely put on my mask. Definitely. Where, I don't yeah. know the status of people there. I put my yeah, I wouldn't. Restaurants. You know, most of the people that don't have them, it'd be very yeah. with them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if I go to like take out or something, I'll put my mask on. Yeah. Um, um, it still it still looks like a black white thing, doesn't it? Yeah. That's weird. Yes. Uh, black people have their mask on. White people do not. Yeah. Just generally. We're not talking about all, but generally. Yes. Um, and that's still along uh, some political uh, yes. lines. But um it's uh, it's it's also played by looking you. at a commercial last night, and mm-hmm. it came on one of the one of the representatives that's going for I think Senate or whatever uh-huh. again fighting the mask mandate. Yes, that's one of the things she wants to fight and keep not get it out of Alabama. Yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. there's some students at University of Alabama. They said that's why I came to University of Alabama. Yeah, because I just mm-hmm. knew I didn't have to wear a mask. I mean, not the, not the mask mandate. I'm sorry, the vaccine vaccination mandate. Right. Well, so, they fought some of them fought that one. But they don't the want no vaccines here in Alabama. Oh, they, they fought that one vehemently. Yes. But we we got a lot of the majority of the people at at yes. my job, maybe at the university, uh, the med center, are vaccinated. Now there were some who didn't want to get vaccinated. There were nurses. I don't know about doctors, but there were some nurses who. I just don't understand yeah. why would you fight against something that's gonna. I just don't understand that logic so much. <laughs> I and I mean, the doctor's like, "What is this?" But when you listen to the reason, the reasons why people don't is not there is no logic. There's a lot of emotion, and it is, and a lot of it's a lot of times. Uh, I, it's my right. Yes, it's my right. Yes, it is. <laughs> but you when you talk about the public health, absolutely. Needs, 
Yeah. It's, there's a bigger uh, issue. That's the whole idea of herd immunity. So that that's the whole reasoning for knowing your immunization when your kids go to school so that we prevent measles outbreaks, right? Because right. if right. that number gets down into the 60s, that an outbreak can occur and that's not good. And you get uh, illness and death, exactly. which is, which is, you know, our, the, the vaccine is our p- most powerful primary prevention. And, that, and, and to your point, because like you said, according to this article that came out, hospitalizations are down, deaths are down, and they have declined greatly in Alabama. And mm-hmm. is that related to the vaccination, the number of vaccinations we have? Well, yes, they have. Those have been increasing mm-hmm. um, steadily. Uh, right, but we can do better. We can get we can get better so that right. we don't have to worry about it at all. Wouldn't right. that be great? And it's interesting that, um, you know, speaking of vaccines, the uh, you know, we don't have an HIV vaccine. Right. We've got some primary care right. tools like uh, PrEP, like PEP, um, uh, pre-exposure prophylaxis, post-exposure prophylaxis. But we don't have a vaccine yet for HIV. So uh, there's some promise because, you know, the mRNA uh, technology was used to make the COVID-19 vaccine. We know most vaccines are made from live or um, dead or inactivated viruses. And essentially, you're putting that into the body for the body to for the immune system to make antibodies against it so that if they if it comes back into the body, the body will recognize it and and protect against it. So um, uh, we don't have an HIV vaccine yet, but we do have that uh, mRNA technology, which we're really hopeful mm-hmm. will give us an HIV vaccine. Wouldn't that be great? Yes, yes, yes. Not in the works for a long, long time. Yes, 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 yes. Hopefully. Hopefully. So we will see. We will see. We know we get the flu vaccine every year, every season. Uh, So it might be the same with COVID and or uh, HIV. It might be. So we'll see. But it is fascinating. This uh, this scientific uh, technology is really revolutionizing how we're we're fighting disease. Right. Right. Absolutely. And to your point, we talked about the HIV vaccine. We talked about the COVID vaccine. Um, So. as it relates to people that are HIV positive, mm-hmm. and know that there's still recommendations for t- people to get the full series of the vaccinations for those Correct. COVID vaccines, right? Yes, because they're immunocompromised. So those people were at the top of the list to get the vaccines first, right? Uh, including HIV, including lupus, other autoimmune, uh, not other autoimmune, but autoimmune diseases like lupus. Um, like others, uh, yes, HIV was at the top of the list because uh, they're much more um, uh, prone to have problems because they don't have a good immune right. system uh, if they come uh, get COVID to be really deadly for them. So it's really a recommendation for all HIV positive persons to get the full series of vaccines. And they will probably be at the head of the list to get an additional one. Right, right. Yes, 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 we definitely wanted to share that information, put yes, that out there. Yes, yes. Um, so we can definitely recommend individuals that are um, HIV positive, make sure they, they are. They're HIV. Um, uh, sorry, COVID-19 vaccinations. Yes. Oh. Yes. Take home message. Yes. Not over yet. COVID not over yet. Uh, it's not please, over yet. 
not over yet. People who are HIV positive, please get your up-to-date uh, vaccinations so that you can stay healthy and live long. And uh, about the vaccines, COVID vaccines, that technology might be um, the model for an HIV vaccine, which would be great. Right, because they started yes. the, um, there was an article put out by the NIH um, that they've already started the um, trials. Yes, yes, trials for the mRNA HIV vaccine. Yeah, clinical trials have started, yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. How exciting. Yes, Wouldn't yes. So we, yes, and I was been mm-hmm. in this HIV for a long time. Mm-hmm. You longer than I have. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Type of advancements. Right, um, right. To occur. Yes. So those uh, are our COVID-19 HIV uh, updates. Anything right. Else? No, that's it. We just want to, re- re- you know, as we recommended the vaccine, COVID, COVID-19 vaccine series for HIV mm-hmm. positive individuals, we actually recommend it for everybody. Correct. That is to get the, if you haven't gotten your booster, get your booster. If you haven't got right. the first shot, please get your first shot. If right. you haven't got right. the second shot, go get your second shot. Right. As Dr. Foster said, it's not over. Still it's be vigilant. Over. And yeah. I think we talked on in other shows about pregnant women, please. Get vaccinated because the risk of having COVID during pregnancy is horrific. Yes. Um, and also it's now up down all the way down to age five. Yes. Uh, young young uh, ch- uh, children can get the vaccine as well. So that has also helped with the herd immunity. Yes. Yes. Um, by yes. the way. Um, but we're we're getting there. All right. Any closing words, Dr. Foster? No, no. I think we we hit on the high points. OK. We definitely. Hit all on right. The high points. Stay safe. Yes. Stay safe. And remember, a woman's worth is being informed. A woman's worth is being educated. A woman's worth is being aware. A woman's worth is knowing how to prevent disease and have optimal health. Thanks for joining us and take care. Bye-bye. I'm taking my freedom, pulling it off the shelf, putting it on my chain.